One thing that a married couple needs to do if they want to succeed is to merge their differing family upbringings and experiences together into one. But if you've been married for any length of time, you know that that's not always that easy. So today on Quick Counsel, we're continuing our series called The List, Ways to Lose Your Marriage. And one of the ways you can lose your marriage is to insist on doing things as your family did them. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Quick Counsel Podcast, where we will give you a simple and practical understanding of counseling issues and how they might apply to your life. Here's your host, Pastoral Counselor Brett Legg. My wife and I had only been married for about six months. It was Christmas Eve. We had just finished dinner and were preparing to watch some Christmas specials when it happened. She asked me a question that jarred me. I mean, it came out of nowhere. I hadn't expected it. I couldn't even believe that she was asking it. But there it was, on Christmas Eve. She had the nerve to ask me, So you want to open presents now? What do you mean, open presents now? It's Christmas Eve. You don't open presents on Christmas Eve. You open them on Christmas morning. That's the way we've always done it. But to be fair, she was just as incredulous when I suggested that she cook a full-blown breakfast of ham and eggs and bacon and sausage and biscuits and gravy, etc. on Christmas morning. Why? Well, because that's the way my mom always did it. Suddenly, I realized that we had grown up in families that did things very differently. You don't have to be married long to realize this. Perhaps your mom cooked every evening, but your wife wants to go out every evening. Or maybe your dad was handy at fixing anything and everything, but your husband can't do anything but call a repairman. Maybe your family went on nice family vacations each year, but your spouse's family never went anywhere. Maybe you were raised to pick up after yourself, but your spouse was not raised to pick up after themselves. You probably have other examples that you could share, but when it comes to marriage, there are these kind of things that dampen the relational magic and make things seem a lot more like work. So why is it bad to insist on doing things like your family did them? I mean, whether it's holiday traditions or everyday ways of doing things, both you and your spouse come into marriage with different memories and different experiences. Some of those memories and experiences you want to hold on to and you want to recreate while others you'd rather change. But I can tell you that insisting that your spouse do things like your family did them will hurt your marriage. Now, maybe you're just trying to recreate a special moment from your childhood and so your family can experience the same thing. And there's nothing wrong with that desire, but insisting on doing things as your family did them is not good for the following reasons. One, it's disrespectful and belittling to your spouse and to their family. Two, you come across sounding like the way your family did things was right and the way your spouse's family did things wrong. Well, this is hurtful to your spouse, and you will not win any points doing that. You come across as sounding dictatorial. Insisting on getting your way is never an endearing trait to your spouse, and it's especially hurtful when you're dictating against some of their traditions or ways of doing things. This will leave your spouse with only one of two options— One, they can roll over and be subservient, but this is going to create hurt and bitterness on their part. Or, two, they can become rebellious and refuse to do things the way you want, which will create anger and resentment on your part. 
Another reason why insisting that your spouse do things like your family did is not good and hurtful is that it keeps the two of you from forming new ways that are uniquely yours. At many wedding ceremonies, they involve the lighting of a unity candle. The bride and the groom each take a candle, and they light a candle in the middle. Their candles symbolize their families, and the candle in the middle symbolizes this new relationship or new family they're starting. Scripture refers to it as the two becoming one. Well, this involves more than just consummating the marriage. It involves the two of you melting and merging your ways and approaches into something new and unique for the two of you. And insisting on doing things the way your family did is just the opposite of that. So, if it's not good to insist that your spouse do things the way your family did, what can you do? I mean, it's easy to say that the two of you should stop insisting on doing things the way your family did. And instead, you should find new ways to do things. That's easy to say. But just how can you do that without becoming a doormat or a bulldozer? Well, it'll probably be a little different for each couple, but here are some general principles you can follow. First, don't make fun of the way your spouse's family did things. I mean, even if they make fun of it, don't you do it. Refrain from doing that yourself. Just think of how that stings when they do that in reference to your family. So don't do that. Next, ask yourself if you want things a certain way because you think it's best or just because you're trying to preserve a special memory for you. So often we want to do things the way our family did them because we're trying to preserve a special memory and share it with our spouse or our family. But often those memories were just for that time and for that family. And now it's time for you to make new memories with your family. Another thing you can do, each of you identify the things that are not so special to you and the things you'd be willing to change. Just because you have special memories about something your family did doesn't mean that everything was critical to that memory. Both of you figure out what you could do without and offer that up to each other. And a final thing you can do is take what's left, the things you want to keep, and see if you might be able to fit those together somehow. Maybe there's a way that the two of you can take the things that are special to you and join them together in something new that will meet both your needs. Let's look back at that Christmas example. After applying the above steps, some possible solutions might be, well, each of you open one present on Christmas Eve and then the rest on Christmas morning. Or one year you open on Christmas Eve and the next year on Christmas morning. Or maybe you have something different than you usually have for breakfast, but it's not the full-blown four-course meal. Or you have an elaborate four-course Christmas breakfast, but a light and easy Christmas lunch. The options are many. They depend upon whether you have kids, how close you live to family members, etc., etc., etc. The thing is not to get stuck on insisting the old ways, but instead move on to create new ways. And now a final word. I know that all of this can sound rather trivial. kind of sounds petty sometimes. Who's going to lose their marriage over whether they open Christmas presents on Christmas Eve or not? But it's not just about the holiday traditions. It's about how you decide to do life. It's about a failure to create your own marriage because one or both of you keep trying to live by old family patterns. Continuing to insist that you and your spouse do things the way your family did them will hurt your marriage. And in the long run, it can cause you to lose your marriage. And so, it's on the list. Hey, I hope today's episode was helpful and that you'll pass it on to someone else who will find it helpful. 
You can always find more from me at brettlegg.com. That's one T and two G's. And you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now I want you to go out. I want you to have a great week. And I hope you'll come back for the next episode of Quick Counsel. Thanks for joining us today for Quick Counsel. This podcast is meant to give you a simple understanding of counseling issues and is in no way intended as a substitute for professional counseling or therapy. If you feel you need further help, please contact a local counselor, therapist, or physician. Thanks for listening, and we hope you will join us for the next episode of Quick Counsel.